This is a Stand Up Labs production, powered by digital media. Hey guys, awesome episode today. We got a guy who wants a relationship, a wedding breakup, and a dad who passed away. Check it out, share with friends. Train Jared Freed coming to you live from New York City's Upper West Side, Sam York Lazar. Every Tuesday and Friday, with your emails, your stories, your questions, I say it every week. Let me say it again. Thank you for listening. Thank you for telling a friend. Thank you every time I get a tweet or a DM or a Snapchat. J Train 56 on Snapchat and Twitter at Jared Freed on Instagram. It feathers my nuts. <laughs> to hear from you and how you're listening, where you're listening, and with who. And sometimes you're in a car trip, and I want those people subscribed. You send me a video, oh, we got new listeners, get them subscribed. Take their phone right out of their mitts and hit that subscribe button. We need them. Anyone with ears, anyone with ears, we need them, we want them, we love them. Papa JT wants to be with them. The king of brunch. <laughs> The Climax are <laughs> TD Freed, the Omelet Overlord. We want them all. Nice. Get them listening. Keep spreading the word. <laughs> Super pumped to have an OKP. Woo! Anthony motherfucking DeVito. What up, what up, what up? Welcome back. <laughs> what, is, what is TD Free? TD Freed? Yeah. When oh, TD I was, Freed. TD oh, Freed. Touchdown Freed. Touchdown Freed. Okay. When I was a junior in high school, uh-huh. might have told this a couple times, but I'll tell it again. Tell Why again. not? I intercepted a ball <laughs> as a defensive tackle. Okay. The quarterback, okay. Framingham High, under the lights. Oh, Friday boy. night lights. What a night. What a night. Oh, my God. Okay. The, all of Framingham's there. All of Framingham. They're booing. <laughs> they're good. They're booing me specifically. Booing you? Why? Yeah, because I'm Jewish. an underdog. Oh, yeah. you're an underdog. Bunch of Nazis. I thought it was like school ties. No, school ties. A lot of Nazis <laughs> on the sidelines. <laughs> Waving the Nazi, Framingham Nazi flag. <laughs> And they're yelling at me. Fat Jew? <laughs> the, the defensive tackle. Okay? <laughs> and all of a sudden, quarterback rolls to his left. I shimmy, shimmy, shimmy. I'm thinking, oh, great. I'm going to cut him off at the sideline. Okay. Like, I'm, I'm playing the angles. Yeah. Now, what's the score at this point? It is 0-0. Zero, 0-0. Zero. Zero, zero, zero. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> Defensive struggle. Okay? okay. Oh, man. And I see the quarterback rolling to his to his left, okay. my right. Right. I'm thinking, 
okay, I'll cut him off at the line of scrimmage. So of I start taking the angles. Uh, sure. He cocks back. Okay. I feel behind me. I don't see, but my, you know, I feel sure. behind me. Uh-huh. The the fullback mm-hmm. does a he he fakes the fullback, does like okay. a twenty-two dive, uh-huh, goes and does like a an in route. Okay. So he comes through the line and then he's gonna go cut across like a waggle. Yeah. Got it. Fullback cutting across the field. I feel him behind me. You know what's happening. Just faintly. Yeah. He cocks back. Uh-huh. He tries to throw it over this podcaster's head. That's where you made your wrong move. I reach to the sky. Uh-huh. And what do I feel? Oh, I found, I, found a, I found a pigskin in the air. Uh-huh. Eyes locked on the quarterback. Eyes locked on. Not even on. looking. Pulled down the ball uh-huh. out of God's hands. Oh, boy. Rumble, stumble, 20 yards. Wow. Turn to the sideline. Biggest white dude fist pump you've ever seen. <laughs> And I run in, Needham wins 14-7, the rest is history. Wow. TD free. They saved the gym. They named the gym after <laughs> me. All the, the Nazis on the sidelines at that point, What's they just exploded. Changed our minds? <laughs> <laughs> if you, and then I got on the mic, if you can change, <laughs> yeah, yeah. and I can change, yeah, yeah. we can all change. Yeah, Mike came out of nowhere. Yeah, yeah, Mike, Mike dropped from the sky. Camera crew, boom, pole. <laughs> yeah, the whole thing. Uh, all of a sudden, Dolph Lundgren just sitting there going, ah, <laughs> clapping for me. It was so a great was moment. TD was Free. TD from Free. From then on out. Then and on. this happened sophomore year. Junior year. Junior year. Yeah. So you got the nickname from junior year to senior well, year. Well, what happened was, okay. I came off the sidelines, uh-huh. my buddies, like my best friends, uh-huh. they were like, didn't want to give me credit. So wow, in the really? five, they wanted to fuck with me. Uh-huh. In the five seconds after I scored the touchdown, my buddy goes, there was another guy, Ben, uh, I don't want to give out a full name. Sure. We called him Mully. Yeah. Okay, yeah. he was the other tackle. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You already mentioned Boston, Bell. You call him Mully. Mully. People can figure it out from there. Whatever you want to do. Right. So, you know, there's a Sully, there's a Mully. This is sure. outside of Boston, you can imagine. <laughs> okay. They go, They my two best friends, they look at me, they go, Yo, I'm, I'm off the high. I just scored a touchdown. Sure, you're TD the free, impossible. baby. Yeah, the impossible. <laughs> so they go. Defied the odds. Defied all the odds. I have uh-huh. one leg that's an inch and a half longer than the other. You know how hard wow. it is to and run? Here's how humble you are. I'm just finding I'm pretty this out humble. right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I haven't told you this. Yeah, story. Yeah, so yeah, now yeah. they look at me. They go, did you see Mully's touchdown? Wow. I go, what? What goal? What goal? Molly's touchdown. <laughs> Molly's touchdown. Are you kidding me? Was the ball not in my hands? I li- Did that not happen? Yeah. Did I not cross the goal line? So then I was so mad about that. Didn't they? Uh-huh. So for the rest of the week, Molly's touchdown. Molly's touchdown. When I obviously. <laughs> yeah. Like I, it's TD Freed, not TD Molly. It's not TD Molly. So then. What's Molly saying about it? Is he taking the glory well, or is Molly? I'll tell another story. This okay. is another. To let you know what type of guy Molly was. Yeah, Molly yeah, was please. really into. Uh-huh. My buddies and I were into fucking around sure. and playing football. Got it. And we were the juniors. Yeah. The seniors, as you know, right. you play. I'm a two-sport athlete. What'd you play? You're looking at another dynamo. What'd you play? A basketball and soccer. But you know, as a guy who likes to fuck around sure. and will it. laugh at anyone who takes things too seriously, of course. in the locker room yeah. junior year, the seniors take it so fucking seriously. Yeah. Great, great. Way to take it seriously. They you're, all think- gonna be, you're all going to be real estate agents and cops. <laughs> it's out- who yeah. cares? It's outside of Boston football. Right. So it's not even it's like, not even, yeah. we're not even a powerhouse town. Right. Yeah, yeah. You know, 100%. this isn't Pennsylvania. This isn't the cradle. Yeah. You know, yeah. this isn't Texas. <laughs> right. This isn't the South. Uh-huh. So they're taking it so fucking seriously. This is another story. I'll get back to the TD Free story. But with an OKP episode, we can right, get into right. it. So one day, my buddy Doug is hilarious. Mm-hmm. And he, one day, <laughs> so this is Molly was the uh-huh. captain. Okay. And he didn't like our fucking around. And Molly's a senior. Senior. Okay. And I was a junior, and we were all juniors. So okay. we, 
one day we were getting ready for the game and like all the seniors in the locker room would be like throwing their heads against lockers. Sure. Yeah, yeah, My yeah. buddies and I would set up camp and uh-huh. we'd start eating. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We'd be eating candy bars and joking around in yeah. the locker room Fun. to the point where like it would be funny because seniors get mad at us for not taking it seriously enough. Right. Like my buddy Big Cat used to put candy bars <laughs> in his glove, his lineman gloves. And then what? He and would just, just eat them midway through the game. How do you? How does that even work? Like you his, just take it out of the glove? He would just hold his gloves like they were gloves, but then they'd have candy bars stuck. <laughs> I don't know, man. That's gl- pretty intimidating. It's if pretty I'm in- on the line, if you're on the if you're on the opposing side, because right. he can start. Right, right, right. So he'd be sitting oh, on, the be on the sideline. Line. So he would like pull a snack for the game. Yeah, but yeah, you couldn't yeah, just yeah. come with your like snack bag. Yeah, because the coach would be like, "What the fuck are you doing, Big right. Cat? <laughs> right, you got to take this seriously, know, man." Yeah, that's pretty. If if I'm on the field, I, I'm I look over. There's yeah. a guy on the sidelines <laughs> eating a full Snickers. I think that guy's capable yeah. of anything. He just he will eat your soul. Yeah, not yeah, just yeah, that yeah, three yeah. musketeers. Yeah, I I don't know what angle he's coming from. I can't <laughs> imagine what he's gonna be like. It's really fun to play high school sports if you're aware how little they matter. Yes. 100%. But it's so hard to be in that mind frame. So then. tough. And it's and it's fun when you have but if you have a group of friends that will right. have fun right, right, right. making fun of it while playing hard. Oh my hard, god, that's the best. That's your best yeah, wheelhouse. That, uh, perfect. And I'll never forget because we would make fun of all the people that took it too hard. We there was this guy oh my god. that everyone called Duck something. Uh-huh. I can't remember what his nickname is. Duck something. Uh-huh. And he was a senior who didn't start. Right. And when we would do lineman drills, he used to take his arm and put it in front of you and go, senior, and cut the line. And we made fun of him. We still, to this day, I'm 32. I'm still going up to my friends going, senior. (laughs) So Mully is one of those guys that take it super seriously. We're fucking around the locker room. My buddy Doug, he goes, does anyone have any eye black? He goes, Uh we go, yeah. We toss him the eye black. He comes back. And he had made a full eye black beard. <laughs> fun. That's fun. <laughs> and, and we're all laughing. It's also a lot of work. A lot. Yeah. And it was really good. Like right. it wasn't just, it was a well done right. eye black beard. So we, all of a sudden, we look at Doug, we're like, dude, go ask Molly what time the bus leaves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He goes up to Molly and he goes, what time? Hey, man, what time's the bus leave? And the minute Molly's eyes see his face uh-huh. with a fake beard, uh huh. Loses his mind, Lose, like so angry, and, and Doug is now worried that he's going to get in trouble, that he's going right. to tell him, yeah. and he's coming back to us. We were like, "Dude, wash it off." Plus, it gives you acne. Getting acne in high school was like the worst thing that could oh. ever happen to you. Oh, sure. I had so it for now two he's years. he's freaking out that yeah. this is going to give him acne. He's rubbing it off his face. <laughs> now, fast forward to this game, they're giving Molly the credit, and right. I decide I'm going to give myself the nickname. TD Freed to annoy my friends. Okay, all right. So I gave myself the nickname yeah. TD Freed. Fast forward again a year later. <laughs> okay. My math teacher, uh-huh. I somehow get on such a rapport with him that he's calling me TD Freed. Wait, how did you get on this wild rapport with I don't your know, math teacher? I was just nailing it with him. You know when you like your personality sure. shows through with one teacher? Yeah. And yeah, he's yeah, like, yeah. and he'd be like, yo, TD, what's the answer to number five? Really? You know, yeah, that way. But my buddies had him in another class, uh-huh. like he in his other period. Right. One day, my name comes up, and they're like, "Yeah, Jared, Jared Fried." And they and the teacher goes, "Oh, you mean TD?" Wow. And oh, that's when it all it. came full yeah, circle. Yeah, that's yeah, when yeah. I won. Yeah. A year in the making. Yeah. Man, that's huge. I mean, if you get the math teacher to start calling, calling you, you TD Fried, then it's like, won. obviously you win. Yeah, one hundred percent. And this was all started because they wouldn't give me the credit. 
Yeah, because they just took it way too. That is the thing, and it's a good point. The, it's just the amount of kid. Like I remember, I played high school basketball, Essex County, yeah. Northern New Jersey. It was, I mean, co- competitive, very yeah. competitive. I mean, there are some teams that we played against that they went on. They had guys Real that went on to the NBA. Yeah, uh, like St. Patrick's, uh, Patterson Catholic, those mm-hmm. kind of teams. So I mean, we. But the guys that we would get beat by, like, I'm not kidding. We would lose by, like, 60 points. Yeah, okay. Like, I, I would, you would walk in the room and be like, oh, the scoreboard must be broken. Yeah. But it's like, no, no, we're down <laughs> 75 points. Might, one of the lights for one of the things must be off. Yeah. That must be, that, that should be a yeah. six, yeah, not yeah, an yeah, eight. Yeah. I guess there was, like, an electrical, yeah, yeah, some yeah, kind yeah. of power outage in the gym. <laughs> I Literally, like, the, the, the opposing teams, I would have guys that wouldn't talk trash. They would just feel bad. <laughs> like, they like almost in a way of, like, you know what I mean? Yeah. When, like, uh, you're, like, working for, like, a government agency. Of and course. And you feel, like, whatever. You're, like, they hey, would just man. be, like, yeah, man, just sorry. Do like, job. I just got to dunk on you again. Yeah, like, yeah. I don't mean anything. You seem like a nice guy. <laughs> yeah. Like, whatever. So, um, but, like, those, ki- those kids just work at UPS. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Uh-huh. Like, that's how... That's how good you have to be. You have to, to be make so it to professional good. sports. So if you there's nobody. If you give into it at a certain age, you're having the best you're time. You're having the best time, but they don't tell you that. We, it's such a problem. They never tell you that, but also the coaches would lose all control. Oh my god. We used to run a lap before football practice and you know they'd be like, "Yeah, go around the outside of We're right. going to do one lap to warm up, then you go into stretches and right. like whatever." And we we used to cut that field so small right. that if you like cut like if you took a scissors and, and took our path, <laughs> yeah. the field would just be a five foot pond. Right, right. And we used to laugh. Yeah. And we used to do this thing where we'd cut the corner so much that we could walk while everyone else was running. <laughs> so much fun. Yeah. Anthony, now that you've given up on sports, mm. what the audience needs to know is an OKP. Sure. The audience is holding your rookie card. Oh, we've talked about this on the podcast. There's certain guys and girls that have been on this podcast uh-huh. since the beginning oh, and okay. people have listened since the beginning. Right. So they're following your career now. Right. And yeah. you have taped a Comedy Central half I hour. certainly have. You Look at you. Yeah. From getting dunked on <laughs> to making dunks. And yep. the your Anthony DeVito debut story. album. Uh-huh. Is out right it's now. Out. How does it feel? Look at you sitting like a thousand bucks. How yeah, it, it feels good, man. It's called Dream Occupation, mm-hmm. and it's on Comedy Central Records. Mm-hmm. And you can go on iTunes and buy it mm-hmm. right now. Yeah. So listen, people. Can we play a track? Is there a way to put a track at the end? Sure. You're looking at me. Yeah, absolutely. Can we figure out a way? Can you send us a track? Oh, yeah. Totally. Send me a track. We'll have Shelby put it on at the end. There's a preview. Uh But if you're sitting there with an iTunes account that mom and dad pay for, throw on... Dream occupation. <laughs> yeah. How how did it feel to make an album? Uh surreal, definitely. It didn't I mean it felt like um it felt like a pressured set as they, like any kind of taping, yeah. they just they feel different in that way. It's, but it doesn't it's, it's never like the comfort level that you want. It's never the comfort level that you want, but it's like as much as you could get, which mm-hmm. is like fine and you understand the parameters around it. Sure. So like, you know, after it was done it just felt like another set. I would say the when I saw it on Spotify mm. and like the cover and my name and the track listing, that was very cool. And did that, you, I, I didn't expect for that to kind of move you, a move me bit. in the yeah. way that it did. I understand that completely. Yeah. There's moments in this, and it's like you know, with anything, you know, we've all started our own companies doing comedy, right? 
and it's very personal. Right. You know, you've started this from minute one. It was sure. you on your own. No right. one was going to help you. No one was going to, you know, people help you along the way. But like, right. it was all you started. Right. So it does feel a little bit, this comedy thing does feel a little bit like your baby. Sure. So yeah, a, thing, yeah, yeah. a moment like yeah. this is like seeing it graduate, you know, yeah. fifth grade. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, it was like seeing uh, my kid graduate. Uh, yeah, exactly. Like as, Get his daycare. diploma, the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah, it was very, very cool. That, that feeling. And I, I couldn't, I didn't foresee that. So it's called... Dream occupation. I don't even know the fucking name. I was just <laughs> dream occupation. Yeah, you would have called it banana joke. Banana joke. <laughs> Didn't is make it the on cut. there? No, no, no. It's not on there. That's too old of a joke. Anthony has a joke. Okay, let me tell everyone this. This is a wild story. <laughs> yeah. Now that we're in storytelling, fifteen minutes in. Before yeah, we get yeah, into yeah. this, also Patreon. I'm on Patreon. Yeah. Pa- I give myself thirty seconds an episode to talk about it. Patreon.com/slash Jared Freed. I'm giving personal advice. So if you have a question mm. that you're like, this is the best gift you can give yourself for your Sunday weirds. Right. So yeah, if it's yeah, Sunday yeah. and you're like, I need someone to talk me off this cliff. Sure. 10 bucks a month with J Train. Oh man, worth its weight in gold. Worth it. Plus you're getting bonus episodes of the podcast. Right. Bonus blogs. I'm putting up coffee thoughts. We're putting up videos. <laughs> What's a coffee thought? It's just when I sit in the toilet and I drink coffee and I just write it like a like a blog entry. <laughs> I'm going to write one today and it'll be up if you're listening now. It's a Friday about the Pacquiao or about the Mayweather the McGregor McGregor. What would you think? Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I didn't watch it, but because I was doing like all these like one nighters in uh-huh. Florida. <laughs> yeah. I was driving from Fort Pierce back to my quality in hotel room at Miami. My God. Um, and I was listening to that. I was listening to like local Miami party radio. Sure. While the fight was happening. So, so like. They would give Mr. Worldwide on yeah. repeat, dude. They would give updates of the fight in between like French Montana songs. Oh my god! But like they, they, the only they only talked about Demi Lovato's national anthem. So literally, they would be like Conor McGregor Mayweather fight. Demi Lovato I, knocked it out of the park. I, I'd be like, can I get how round one what went? What had to go? Yeah, Who was winning? Just nothing. They'd be like, Demi did. I am upset. I think she's so hot. Oh, yeah. No. Such a fan. Oh, my God. Yeah. Her brows were on fleek. Bro, really? I didn't her see. Her brows look great. I didn't see any. I mean, I'm a big fan of her. Didn't see any of her performance. But um, a big Demi guy. Huge Demi fan. I'm all, But the, the fight was fun. It's weird what's happening now. Sure. Is that people like MMA fans feel some sort of like win for themselves it's very strange it's like dude this has nothing to do with you yeah these are they're they're not in competition also this fight mayweather it was very apparent when it got done mayweather had like an interview right after the fight and he was like you guys got the fight that you know you deserve the audience right it feels this is the first time in history that athletes actors comedians our entertainers are having a conversation with their own audience. So what do you mean? Ali never had to come out of a fight and hear on Twitter how that wasn't worth the pay-per-view money. Right. They weren't like, hey, what the hell, Sonny Liston? Yeah. Right, right, right. Today, Mayweather right. heard the Pacquiao shit. Right. He heard that people were bored with that fight. Okay. And he even... So him saying, oh, you got the fight you want, that meant he knew that this was the type yes. of fight he wanted to end on. Oh, a- absolutely. If you're so Floyd for, Mayweather and the spectacle that he is throughout his whole career, sure. how better, how more fitting than an ending than you fighting a guy who's not even in your sport? 
Yes. And, and then, it's also, it was a fun fight to watch. Yeah. They did fight. I saw highlights for sure. Yeah. Um, and that's the thing. I mean, Mayweather, unless you're a tactical boxing fan, he's a boring fight yes. to watch because he's uh, he is the probably the best fighter of his generation. And- I wouldn't even say probably. But he's a counterpuncher. Yes. It's not an exciting fight. He The and majority he hurt, of his fights but, don't end in knockouts. But that's the thing. that Everyone was like, oh, he's fighting differently. He's fighting differently because he knows he can against this against this opponent. He has to. Has it's to. Such a, it's such a payday, and people want to see it. And Conor McGregor, as well, is a counterpuncher. Yes. So it's you're not getting a slugfest by nature. And also, it's like McGregor's such an awkward fighter yeah. that Mayweather's got to account for that. He's not going it, up against it, a normal opponent. It's just weird for anyone to walk away and be like, he made it to 10 rounds, so here's UFC. He's also... It's, like, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a strategy. You're also what are you talking about? not taking about? account a lot of things. Like, A, going back to Mayweather's not a knockout artist, so it's going to go longer. Yes. B, Mayweather's 40 years old. <laughs> McGregor is in his, the peak of his career at I, 29. It's, so it's like, yeah, it's it, he's... Probably gonna go long. He played him. He said yes, he waited till his arms got too tired to hold up, and then he fucking wailed on him. Yeah, it's just it's just so weird. We live in this society now where everyone's chosen teams. Right. It, right. Even why down, does it have to be against why, each other? Yeah, why can't it be? Oh, that was a fun fight to watch. Right. You know, I I take from it what I take from right, it. Right. Right. Why right. does it have to be? That's right, yeah. boxing people. You're yeah. done. Yeah. It's like who's what, who's invented this competition? Yeah. It, it's it's total nonsense that that would be the first thing you jump to. I can't believe the banana joke didn't make. <laughs> banana joke didn't album. make it. Well, it's explain it's too, to the audience the banana what joke. We're talk- Anthony and I met. Is probably you're probably the set. Greg is probably one of the first people I became yeah, friendly with. First five people you met. You're in the New York. second. Okay. And Anthony used to tell this great joke <laughs> about. Do you want to tell it? I could just tell. It. It's fine. Okay. Homophobic friend. I had this homophobic friend in college who wouldn't eat a banana the normal way. <laughs> he wouldn't he eat would it like cut a, it. Yeah. With a fork and knife. <laughs> And he said it's because I don't want to look like I'm sucking dick in the cafeteria. Yeah. And I said the only thing that's gayer than sucking everyone's dick in the cafeteria is eating a banana with a fork and knife. Yes. Um, and then you said if I saw a monkey. Two monkeys going down on each other. Then I saw another monkey take a banana, cut it with two sticks. I'd be like, that's the gayest monkey I've and ever And it's seen. a funny joke. Yeah, it still fun- works. It works. It's still good. Yeah. I like the joke. But here's the thing. When you start in comedy... And you see people every day, right? And you go on the road yeah. with them. You start to see you like your there are jokes that you're yeah. like that you can that people tell enough because it's like yeah. their backboard. Yes, it's their like okay. There, if everything's failing, I have the banana. I joke. have the banana yeah. joke, and hopefully I'll do it early on. Maybe they forget about the set. Yeah. I could do it again at the end. I'll do it again <laughs> at the end. And and my move is to set is to take that joke and repeat it to the person who tells it. Yeah. As if they don't tell any other jokes. Right. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, So anytime I see Anthony, yeah. I always say, How, do the banana you're joke. You're going to do the banana joke. You're going to do the banana joke. You know, what are you going to do? Go up and talk about to bananas? A, to a point where it was insulting. <laughs> <laughs> to a point, to so, a point where I was like questioning my but, comedic integrity and going, am I just the banana joke comedian? Just is that what me. people view me as? So this was my game. Yeah, so this is TD Freed all over TD again. TD Freed all over again. This <laughs> is my long game approach mm-hmm. to ball busting. Mm-hmm. So... Anthony and I go to do a show in at Mohegan Sun in yeah. Connecticut. You should yeah. all go check out their club comics. Yeah. And we're driving this is back. This is Mohegan Sun or is Fox was? It was Foxes, but they're okay. now at Mohegan Sun. Right, so all right. plug them. Gotcha. <laughs> so, gotcha. Gotcha. So we're driving there and on the way there, I'm giving shit to Anthony about yes. the banana joke. Yeah. 
And we go do the gig. It, it's it's fun. Or it's what it is. I don't even remember the gig. Yeah. We're driving we back. We got checks. We got checks. <laughs> it's a, sometimes this job is a long trip to the ATM. Yeah. And we go, and we're coming back, and we get stop off on I-95. They have uh-huh. these huge rest stops. Mm-hmm. So we stop and get, like, McDonald's or whatever yeah, it is. just eating a sad burger. See, a sad burger at 1 in the morning uh-huh. on our way back to New York. Yeah. And we're sitting in a booth. And this dude out yeah. of nowhere comes <laughs> yeah, up. Yeah. This is one in the morning in the middle of Connecticut. This Swedish guy uh-huh. comes out of nowhere and goes, Oh, Anthony! <laughs> yeah, yeah. Anthony DeVito! <laughs> and this is like, this has got to be like five years ago. Yeah, this so is like, long... neither one of us had done any <laughs> television. I mean, there's we're, no way to recognize yeah, us. Yeah, we're barely making it to 20 minutes, <laughs> yes. if that. Oh, Anthony! Anthony DeVito, right. I saw you at Comic Strip <laughs> yeah. in New York City. Now he sounds Asian. Yeah, it's in fine. In New York City. And, and he goes, oh, man. And, and he goes, oh, I love your set. And he's being super complimentary. Yeah. He goes, oh, and that banana joke. Yeah. And I yeah. lost it. I mean, you must have thought I paid this guy. It, you had that's to what think I thought. It was one of those moments. All the banana joke stuff that you had me endure <laughs> to this guy to come up in the middle of a rest stop. You must have been like, oh, Anthony went to the bathroom. Yeah. He paid a guy five bucks <laughs> to just come over and say he loves the banana joke. Lo- the best moment of my life. I remember that guy because he was a comic from Sweden. Oh. God knows he's probably a, a star yeah. in Sweden. You know how it is, <laughs> yeah, like where a guy's exactly. like, "Oh, like I'm the king in." Yeah. Um, uh, you know, uh, he made a few uh, Donald Trump jokes, and now he's the king yeah. of Sweden. But he's like an open micer yeah. in New York. And like little do you know, this guy that happens like, all the know, time. A house made of hot tubs in Oslo. <laughs> so, uh, so, um, so, so yeah, the hot so this, tub comic. This guy was like, he was another comic. So I remember, I remember him from doing a show with him, and then him coming to like the comic strip and everything. Yeah, but yeah, that was so wild, man. Just a wild moment. So yeah. it's nice to see the albums out. Yeah, Dream Occupation. Yeah, go on iTunes. Go buy it right now. Press pause. Buy it right now. Yeah, why not? Go get involved. Um. Let's get to the emails. You ready? Let's do it. Jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. Jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. I love this email. I feel like it's right up your, your wheelhouse. Oh, really? Okay. I'm scaring girls away. Oh, this is me. This is all <laughs> this me. Is Anthony DeVito uh-huh. special. JT, let's keep it simple and to the point. I'm a senior at a mid-sized, mid-tier Southern college in a top-tier fraternity. <laughs> oh, Being from the South and in the husband fraternity. What does that mean? I don't know what that means. Is that a fraternity term? The pressure to find a wife is real. I guess they're all in relationships. Oh. That's the only way I could take this. Right. Is that all his buddies? I like the idea of a husband-specific fraternity, if <laughs> what? that's a thing. Just an all-gay house? They <laughs> no, all no, got an married? An all-husband. We're, we're, <laughs> all, we're all dads? We're all dads. <laughs> yeah, Just yeah, yeah. everyone in dad hats yeah, yeah. and high-waisted pants. <laughs> yeah. My problem is this. I have no major issues getting the girl at first, but I blow it the following days after the hookup. Right. I come on way too strong right. trying to set up a date or get to know the girl, and I scare her out of wanting anything more. How uh-huh. do I get the girl and not come on too strong afterwards? I want to, I want to, I want to uh, subside some of my post hookup anxiety, slow things down. Thanks for the help. What do you think? So wait, so he's trying to get in relationships with these girls or it, just hook up with? It them? feels like he gets the. What it sounds like to me is he's yeah. hooking up with these girls, right? And then he's like, "How do I lock them down?" And right. they're seeing that, and they're like. Whoa, this guy's desperate. He must not get he must not be I think when you do that, you yeah. look like someone who doesn't get with a lot of like do, isn't right. a, isn't a candidate. 
Okay. Is, what do you when mean? You, when you hook up with a girl, yeah, and then you're texting the next day saying, "I sure. need a date. I need a let's get it together. I let's have you. a date. I want to meet your parents. I, I want to meet your parents yeah, right yeah, away." Yeah, yeah. They're saying, "Whoa, right? I must be out of his league." Oh, right, because he's so excited. So excited. Yeah. And that's not the right way to look at it, right. but it is the normal, natural way to yeah. look at it. And I'll say from if, if if he doesn't change up what he's doing right now, it's probably going to keep going this route. Just yeah. because girls at that age, for the most part, that is uh, scary. Yeah. But if he is like 28 and doing this, mm. he's the nicest. He's the best <laughs> guy in the world. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I mean? They're yeah. just like, oh, my God, I found the one. I found a guy who wants to be with me yeah. and will plan things. Yeah. And But at 21. Yeah. That's not That's, the guy. Totally. You want it. You, I, I mean, and also, let me remind anyone who's been in this situation, this guy. Right. We've all been there. Oh, totally. I, I, I am this guy. Never changed a thing. <laughs> uh, I have, have been this guy since his age. I went out with this girl once. I remember uh, I was, like, obsessed. Right. I was in. Right. I wanted, I, I wanted it to work. I saw the future. Totally. The problem is you see the future before the reality oh is my, the future. Yeah. So then you start acting in that future. Yes. You start acting as if you have yes. some sort of ownership over this relationship, yeah. which you don't at all. Right. I remember this girl. I hooked up. We had hooked up. Um, we met and then hooked up for a while. And then, um, but I was like, you know, why isn't she calling me? I was, right. all, I was all nervous about right, her right. not wanting to be with me. Right. But the more nervous I got about her not wanting to be with me, the more I was becoming this person that was just annoying. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's what the, I mean. It it makes you a different version of yourself. Totally, it's, you're just all anxiety at that point. You're not a person you're anymore. Not, and, and honestly, if I'm looking back at it rationally now, right, I didn't even like her as much as I didn't want to be embarrassed by being turned down. Right. Well, that's a lot. I wanted of what to it is. win the battle. Yeah, that's a lot of what it is early on. Is it, uh, most of it's ego. Yes. There are definitely moments where it's like I love the other person. They hurt me. I hurt them. Whatever those things are. Totally. But usually, up until a certain age, unless you're like someone who's more advanced, mm. uh, it's all ego, and it's all- hard to separate the two. And it's hard to be like, oh, that's love, and that's just I'm hurt. I remember the night, and I remember the night it ended with this chick. Right. I remember I was like, we had texted. I was like, let's meet at this bar. Right. We went to the bar, and she showed up with another friend Oof. who was a guy. Oh God. And Killer. I remember sitting there with her, and she's like, let's take shots. And it's like the friend and me oh, and her. God. And I remember I was sitting there seething. Yeah. And I remember not feeling like myself, just like you're right. saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, this wasn't how I act. This no. isn't how I am with girls. Right. And I remember looking, he went to the bathroom. I remember looking at her and going, what the fuck? Yeah. And she was like, what the fuck is with you? Right. And she was right. Right. She was like, you don't, we're not together. Right. We've hooked up, but right. like, you don't have the right to tell me. Who I can bring as a friend. Yeah. And how you should, you know, I have right. no place. Right. But in your head, you guys are already dating. So how exactly. dare your girlfriend bring you, another guy into the fold? <laughs> so I was living in the reality of right. the future that I've created right. for us. Yeah. So the point is, uh, the the way to go against that is to look at this girl and go, we are just a makeup. Yeah. She has the right to go and do whatever she wants right, just in the right, same right. way that I have the right to do whatever I want. Right. You have to take a deep breath on that. Yeah, even if you have those feelings, it's like don't lose who you are as a guy if yeah. you have those strong feelings, whatever. But I don't want to say suppress them, but just like figure out a way to scale uh, them back. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, or tell other people, here's but don't tell her. Here's also something to keep in mind. Our, our parents talked less in the first year of dating right. 
than we talk in the first two you weeks. You mean just with like text messages and being so accessible to each other? Yes. Yeah. In the first two weeks of yeah. dating, we talk way more than our parents did in one year. Of oh, I'm tapped out after 30 days. That's crazy. I got four stories, three opinions on things, <laughs> and then I'm done. And then we're done. So it's like, I need to stretch that out over 10 years. But I can't th- blow it all on a, on a first <laughs> but date. But think of what our parents did. Yeah. Think of that. No. That's crazy. That's crazy. It's way easier. They didn't have to check in each day. No. There was oh no thought of I would love it. So if it worked for them, it can still work today. So the point is, if I was this dude, right? every time you hook up, yeah. give it a day before you text. Oh, yeah, definitely. Just get, get you know, it's kind of like running a mile. Right. Run the mile. Right. Get to the goal. Like, I, right. don't, like, I don't like to run, when I go on the treadmill, right. 30 minutes. Just right. trying to get to 30. I don't care. Right. You don't care how you get there. How I get there, right, I'm right, just right. getting to 30. Right. And I think the same goes for this guy. Get to a day. Yeah, get to a day, take the next day off, lock your phone in a box, throw do a jack you or two. Do. And also, it's you. Throw a jack. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> get a couple jacks going. Get a couple jacks off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get a, you know, go jack it off a couple times and get to that day because that makes it you driven. Right. In the days of text, we can sit there and just wait by our phones. Right, right, right. Don't be, no, because this is you driving. Yeah. If she gets in touch with you, great. But fine. And then think about all that you can get done within that day. Mm. You know, you do a couple jacks, and those are celebratory. Those aren't yeah. shameful ones. Those, those are, are like, I made out I'm bored, last night I'm jacks. sad. Exactly. Yeah. You're doing that as a treat for yourself for the night before. Totally. And you're not texting her all day. So you can get around to, you know, all those errands that you wanted to do. <laughs> Lots of errands. <laughs> also, your first move after a hookup is I, I would do this. Mm. You give it a day. Let me backtrack on that advice. Okay. You do give it a day, uh-huh. but before you give it a day, I do this. This is my move. Okay. Hey, great time last night. Had a great... Hey, you send this text. Anytime yeah. a girl leaves your place or a guy leaves your yeah. place, this is the best thing you can do. A thank you note. Oh, yeah. Of course. I, anytime you hook up. Yeah. Hey, that was a lot of fun. Yeah. Hope we can do it again. Hope we can do it again. Unfortunately, I fly out to Houston tomorrow <laughs> for work. Every time after you hook up, you give a different city different that city. you're going to and a different reason why there you it. have to go there. <laughs> so she thinks you're a traveler. Yes. And then also, you got to look up the cities. You got to have information. <laughs> you so then when she grows about you on the it, you know a little bit. You know about the restaurants. You know Diners, about the downtown. Drive-ins and dives. You yeah. know about some history about the yeah. place. Also, you're learning. <laughs> now you now you've learned about this great country. Now about. you've you've seen the country yeah. by way of making out with girls. I just send a thank you note. Hey, right. great time. Hope we can do it again. Then you take a day. Here's yeah. the schedule. Yeah. If you really want to like play this, take right. a day. Your next text, you go, what the fuck? Thank you note. <laughs> take a day, and then late night text that weekend. Are you going out tonight? Uh huh. Now you keep it casual, and you have the option uh-huh. of more. When you, when you say late night, give a time, because late, it's different for everybody. I would say 10 o'clock. 10 o'clock. What's the plan tonight? What's the plan tonight? What are we doing tonight? You have to be Too driver aggressive. seat oriented. You uh-huh. can't be begging for answers. You have to drive the car, okay? You can't, you have to drive the car, you can't ask for a pickup. Uh-huh. In this situation. Right. And this is what girls want. So give a couple examples of uh, what, what. So, so you and I, so you and I meet at a fraternity party. Great. I'm okay. you. I'm who am I? You're. Let's do some J Train Theater. Do okay, we have the we'll J Train Theater music? Do we? Do we do, have that anymore? Okay. I can hear it. So you and I. Uh huh. <laughs> you and I hooked up. We hooked up, and I'm. I'm a girl. I guess this doesn't work over text. This is a text situation. Well, you can do a split screen. 
right, I'm talking. Okay, we we hooked up. Hey, <laughs> I you just left my my fraternity. I just left your fraternity. Yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. Yo, what's up, baby? What's going on? Just get my nails done. Just. I, had, I just want to let you know I had a really good time. Oh my last god, night. I did too. I'm getting the time that we had on my nails. Oh, good. Yeah. Okay. So uh, hopefully we can hang soon. I would love that. End of conversation. Not answer. Great. Okay. Now yeah. fast forward a day. Uh huh. Hey, how's it, Jabin? Pretty good. The paint's kind of rubbing off on our night, so I'm kind of forgetting about it. Nice. Uh huh. What's on? No how's answer. Your day? No answer. Okay. Later that day. Uh huh. Yo, what's up, baby? Yeah, <laughs> things have taken a turn. I <laughs> when it comes to my nails. This is the ten o'clock. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. How are the nails? <laughs> not good. Oh, no, God. not good at all. And then I would write back. I would if, if this was the conversation. If this was the jo- conversation with a girl, I'd be like, "Phew." Oh yeah. I always write back. Anytime a girl tells me about her life over text, I just write back, "Phew." But that's fun because that's sarcastic. Because the totally. problem, not I'm not saying Light I'm not. not saying most of the time it's a small problem. So "phew" mm. makes it seem larger. It's a funny joke. Funny joke. Yeah. Now, what's your plan tonight? Uh, uh, you know, I'll probably get my uh, pedicure. Oh, the feet now. I'm going to get the feet <laughs> done. Because <laughs> the, the, the hands, yeah, I'm, I'm going <laughs> to make everything done. Yeah. So I'm going to a late night pedicure place. So my friends and I are going out tonight. Okay. Let me know if you're going out. Yeah. yeah. I mean, see, I'll see the job they do. Yeah. Uh-huh. And Perfect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought but that see was how good. That, you have to elongate, Yeah. be distant but interested. Right. That's the way to go. Yeah. JTrainPodcast at gmail.com. JTrainPodcast at gmail.com. This is a really good email. I love it. It's a little bit long. Old listener looking for a dick appointment. Ooh. Hello, fellow tribesmen. I'm a longtime listener on the older side, late 20s, and have loved your podcast since the TFM days when wow. I lived in a sorority house. I've recently told my college-age younger brother and all his friends about his podcast, and they're hooked, too. The content is so hilarious and feels nostalgic for the good old days of will he ever text me back. Listen, lady, this is for all ages. So let's not cut us off. Yeah. I got older women. I got 40-year-old yeah. women that listen also, to this podcast. Also, late 20s, you're not an older woman. No. I know. I, I guess in the also, scheme of listeners, but you're not an older woman. You're emailing me. So yeah. you got problems too that we can answer. <laughs> Look at, well, I'm maybe annoyed. she does. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Will you ever text me back? You're gonna be wondering that for the rest of your life. <laughs> Here's my question. Uh huh. A few weeks ago, this is a lady listener. If we could play the music. A few weeks ago. <laughs> I attended my pledge sister's wedding. Was not in the wedding party. Uh huh. I brought my boyfriend of four years. Mm. And that weekend, after hanging by a thread for a long time, we broke up. I get it. So they broke up at the wedding. Oh, at the wedding or after? I mean, that's a, it's a... Brought my boyfriend in four years, and that weekend. That weekend. That's rough, but I get it, man. Those big things are kind of make or break. It's one of those things. you realize. You go, you see each other in these uncomfortable moments, mm-hmm. and it's like, how will you hand that are not really that uncomfortable? Right. A wedding weekend should not be uncomfortable. But it conjures up a lot of things. Discomfort. Yes. Discomfort. Travel. Travel. But uh, then you start to think, you're, you're, you start to think of, What's going to happen when we have real discomforts? Sure. What's going to happen when the baby's crying? Sure. What's also- going to happen when the baby's coughing? What's going to happen when the, right. there is a baby? Right, 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 right. When the baby, minivan baby, breaks baby. down. The minivan. Oh, my God. All kinds of questions. So th- these are moments that I get. 
Yeah. Also, too, you know, you're seeing two people in love. You're hearing vows. Ugh. You're listening to music. And if you're not thinking about the other person for a slight during <laughs> yeah. all that happening, yeah, yeah, yeah. then you have a real problem. If you and can't then that see, manifests itself. Totally. If you then can't, it's open bar. If you can't see yourself in the shoes of the people getting yes. married, yeah. time to go. Time to go, and then time to load up on white wine and <laughs> scream at each other for at, four hours. At that wedding, I expectedly saw a guy I dated for about a year in college. Uh-huh. When we were together back then, we were really passionate and had a blast. Our uh-huh. relationship ended abruptly when he shipped off to the Air Force, and we haven't seen each other for five wow, years. Wow, this is like a romance movie. This is crazy. This is great. At the we- this, is, this is like look- Cold Mountain. Oh, my God. <laughs> Did you ever see that? No. Me neither. At the wedding, <laughs> we did not say a word to each other until the after party. Wedding after parties, yeah. that's you need to stay sober enough to get yes. to the wedding after party. Yeah, I, I have made that mistake a couple times. So have I, and I end up sitting in the corner eating yep. whatever food they put to. out, and I'm like sitting looking like a pig while yeah. some dude is like crushing chicks. Yes. Well, I yeah, I remember and it was this was a real novice move. It was my first wedding. Mm. Like it was my first college buddy got married early. Sure. I go there, I'm single. There's a girl there, super hot. Mm. And I I make the mistake at some point they were like we want you to do a speech. Never done, you know, stand up <laughs> at that point, never yeah. done anything. I get so loaded yeah. on scotch. That the speech I give, I think Madonna and Guy Ritchie had just broke up at the time, and I went on this tangent about them and people loved it, but I was so hammered. And Madonna yeah. doesn't know what she's losing. And that's that's the wedding it came from that bit, the old bit I used to do uh, where I wore uh, all gray suit and I shaved my beard into a mustache and by accident I went as Borat to the wedding because <laughs> um, of my complexion and stuff. Um, yeah. But like I got so drunk and then I remember I was like on the dance floor barely holding it together. I'm mm. dancing with aunts, grandmothers, just, you know, sure. I'm doing everything and like putting it out there. Putting it out there and like, but I'm like, I'm too sauced up. And you know those like, you can feel it. The room's starting to spin. Totally. I'm starting to come down. I'm starting to get a little bit sick and like, the girl is, she's just, she's there yeah. for me and I just, I couldn't, I couldn't do it. Couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. The exact moment where I'm sitting in the corner, I'm shoving bread in my face but that, to that try to wrap. after ra- party oh that's been now is not even just, now it's the actual party because everyone yes. does it. Yeah. Where they have the specialty food. Uh-huh. You can get yourself, that's where you're either hooking up or you're going to bed. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah, one yeah, or the yeah. other. Once the group got back to the hotel after the, at the wedding we did not say word to each other until the after party. Once the group got back to the hotel after the after party, he came knocking at my door and calling me repeatedly. Wow. My boyfriend became really upset and yeah, slept in the car that night. Oh, Jesus. my God. Oh, man. I feel horrible. Uh, and we broke up the next few days. I was asleep the whole time. Like I said, my boyfriend and I were hanging by a thread for a long time. Yeah. And it was t- time to end things. I think running into my ex tipped the scale. Yeah. That, that can happen. Yeah, I would say so. Unexpectedly, though, seeing my ex-boyfriend brought back a rush of feelings. I messaged him the next day for some what a night it was great to see you banter. We have not <laughs> talked since. I feel so boned up after seeing him, and I want to see him again. My question is this. What's the next move? I'll be moving back closer to him and all my friends and family in the next few months as I rebuild my life after the long-term relationship that took me to a different city. Mm. Oh, shit. This is a real breakup. Wow. She moved for this guy. Right, right, right. I'm not looking to spark a new fling, but just really want to bang one out with a kid who I remember fondly. <laughs> I love this chick. This- yeah. I love the language. <laughs> in this case, I'm used like a to- cop pl- from the 20s. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking to bang this <laughs> one bang out. a kid. I, like, what the fuck? <laughs> in this case, I'm used to playing to traditional gender roles, and I've been out of the dating scene for so long, I don't know what to pl- how to play this. I'd love your advice and a guy's take, especially because I don't want to turn him off by being too forward. For fuck's sakes, he probably listens to the podcast, too. Wow. 
What do you think? What does she do? I don't, I don't know if being forward is the wrong move. It's the right move. Yeah, I think that's the right move here. Yeah, it's... Because um, I'd imagine she's late 20s. She was hooking up with a guy. He's late 20s, too. Yeah. So it's like, why bullshit? Also, it makes perfect sense yeah. that you get out of a breakup yes. and you're like, who's someone I can just get off the schneid with? Totally. Oh, it's somebody that I've done this with. Right. It's a comfortable thing. Uh, it's, it's so much better. The last episode of this podcast, we talked about like the comfort of like women want right a lot of women what they want is the is to know that the guy's just not a total fucking well, it's like why you at a chain restaurant yes you know, you what, know you're what you're getting, getting. no matter where you are in the country yeah <laughs> right so you could go to arby's in right. atlanta right and get the same arby's yeah. experience you, in minnesota you might not love it as much as like something else you've never had before mm-hmm. but you know what you're getting and if it's going to meet your needs it's a safe place to be yes yeah Exes are like fast food restaurants. Right. And but you don't want to be going to a fast food place every night. Sure. So that's right. the point. Right. You should be forward, but you should also be And cold. usually you eat when you're drunk. Yes. <laughs> yeah. This all makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exes are fast food restaurants. Yeah. And and I feel like you got a new bit coming up. I got a new yeah, bit. Yeah, 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 yeah. This is a McDonald's. Yeah. This <laughs> This dude's McDonald's. But uh-huh. the, the point for you. As a girl who's like going back to the ex, this isn't moving forward for you. Right. This is you getting some dick. Yeah. And you need to be cold right. with this guy as much. You know, you got. Yeah. You don't need to go into feelings and everything. Yeah. Forward and cold. So yeah. you, I would say to this dude, hey, I'm moving back to town. I, I'm going out tonight. Like, you got to. I think you wait till you're back in town. All the texting now, all yeah. it does is make this too big. Yeah, yeah, So yeah, yeah. once you get to town, then you say, hey, I'm all moved in. Make it so turnkey for him Yeah, that it's just a dick fitting in a vagina. Right, 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 right. You know? Yeah. Because if would... she texts too much, what you can do, and it's kind of what we're talking about with the last guy, right. you can fluff up so much that you're sure. like, you, texting can feel like you're getting to know someone. Right, yeah. You know, And you could spend a month texting with someone and be like, well, we need to. This is a magical reacquaintance, right? Also, too, it doesn't have to be that way. Yeah, it's gonna too, put too much pressure on the hookup. Totally. So it's like even if you're texting and even if they're hot texts, like even mm. if you send like a nude, he sends something saucy back. It's still like it's gonna make the sex worse somehow. It's gonna because make, the idea of it's gonna be better than the sex, and you don't want that. And it's gonna be too involved. Yes. And I think what you need is like, you know, a, a little bit of a colder thing, especially since yeah. you're getting out of a relationship. So I wait till you get to town. Yeah. You message this guy, hey, yeah. I'm going out with some fr- some of our old friends yeah, tonight. Yeah, 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 yeah. You come along too, and you if he says no, then you say okay, well, fine. I, and or if he gets weird or he doesn't answer, it'd be like, I would even follow it up with, it was really cool seeing you. Yeah, I feel like we should get together again. Yes, J Train Podcast at gmail.com. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. Here with Anthony Devito, the new debut album, Dream Occupation, is Ooh. out on Comedy Central Records. Right now. We'll do one more email, then we have some news. So let's, yeah, 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 totally, man. I'm here. Well, which one do you not want to do? Out of my league. Mm-hmm. Advice. Mm. Are those the only two? And dad passed away. Can we break up? I mean, that... Or threesome. Ah, <laughs> oh, man. It's a toss-up between dad passed away and threesome. And I know that's a weird sentence to say, <laughs> but both are interesting in their own way. Let's so dad what, passed away. Okay. Dear Jared Freed the Slaves. <laughs> Have I ever told that story? What? Jared Freed the Slaves? Freed the Slaves? No. 
This dude, I think I've told this story on this podcast. Maybe. I, mean, I was I doing this show yeah. and like the host was like trying to be super like, sometimes you do, like I was the middle. Right. So there's, for the listeners on this host feature headline. Right. I was the feature. Right. And the host came and the, sometimes what happens at these shows is the person who's the host or the feature, or the headline. Right. The, the person that's the host of the feature doesn't think that they're a host or a feature. Right. And they get a little bit like, uh, <laughs> yeah, they get a little weird. They they want to be the head. They they <clears throat> think they deserve to be the headline. They think they deserve. And I'm the feature sitting there, being like, I'm cool with being the feature. Yeah, this, this is, is the a party spot. This is perfect. Yeah. And this dude who was hosting thought he should be the headline. Right, right, right. So he was acting like really fucking weird and annoying. <laughs> and he was like, every time he spoke to you, he'd be like, Yo, I'm usually a headliner, but I did them a favor by hosting. Uh-huh. You're like, and I'll just mention he was black. Yeah, because I, it makes I sense in the story. I know who you were talking about because I remember this weekend. Yeah, yeah. So it makes sense in the story later, but yeah. the, the race makes sense. So he's coming up to me, and I go, and he goes, "How do I?" And so everything with him was weird. So he kept saying how to say my name. <laughs> I mean, and, and I was like, not yeah, a lot of syllables there. Jared Freed, and, and he goes, Gerard Lee. <laughs> and I go, uh, no, it's Jared Freed. And he goes, what a dick. Jerome. Bleed? Like he kept getting it wrong, and I go, Jared, you know, Jared the jeweler, and he goes, Jared the jeweler, and and I said Jared the jeweler, and he looked at me like I said like Afghanistan the Arabian, uh-huh. like he had no, he goes what? Uh huh. I go Subway Jared. Yeah. And he goes, Oh Jared. So now we got one, and I go freed, uh-huh. and he goes bleed, bleed, me, deed, free, and I'm like I, I go freed, like freed the slaves. I mean, and he looked at me like I literally yelled the N word. Right. Like it was so offensive. But I'm like, right. dude, this is, you'll never forget freed the slaves. Also, <laughs> Jews were slaves. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. Let my people go. <laughs> right? Yeah, totally, man. So I have the right to say freed yeah, the slaves. Absolutely. But so also, too, he got so weird. He and was angry. in the wrong. He's purposely doing this. He's Your name purpose- is super simple. <laughs> like that's nonsense. So then he's goading you into where you went, and then you say that from a standpoint of Jewish people let me were just, slaves. Also, let me help you let out. Let me help you out here. Yeah. You're trying, and then he goes on stage. He goes, "Our next comic." He, he gets done hosting. During his hosting, he explains to the audience that also he is a headliner and, <laughs> and that he'll Man. be selling albums. Oh, my God. Oh, I got my album. you know. And I was like, okay. And I'm waiting to go on. And he goes, next comic, you, uh, yo, what's your name? Come on. Jared. Come on. And I go, Jared Freed. And he goes, oh, Jared Freed? And he says it with a question mark. That's how I got brought on stage. Oh, God. And all these hosting things. I host a lot. Yeah. Dude. It's all about the setup. You're you're yeah. trying to alley oop. This was yeah. as if I was going in for the dunk on the alley oop, and someone took the ball and threw it into the crowd. Oh, totally. We're all on the same team here. We just want to put on a good show. Why? Why, 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 do, why this? do this? Yep. Um, I recently met this girl on Bumble. Mm-hmm. After messaging for like a week, we met up at a bar and hooked up. It was amazing. She went down on me. I pounded her out. <laughs> oh, God. Strictly raw dog. Oh boy. <laughs> Dude. And then she swallowed like a dude. Oh, re- relax. The, the whole head, nine the subject of this was father passed away, <laughs> yeah, right? My God. Yeah. Oh, this is my. the only podcast that someone would be like, "Listen, I got this. <laughs> I got this girl whose dad passed away. Um, but first, 
Oh, I fucked her raw dog. <laughs> and she swallowed my man seed. <laughs> so her dad had cancer. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. How are we going to go? How are we going to go? Six I, I feet under my cum. I, <laughs> I have not read this email. I read the beginning, I and mean, I was like, oh, this is a good subject. Yeah, I read the, like, the title. Thought, yeah. And then he, I, I don't know how this goes from I pounded her out God, strictly raw on, dog. Man. And then she swallowed like a champ. How are we going to get the dad passed away? Uh, yeah, yeah. What's the bridge here? We're, we're about to take <laughs> yeah. a wild ride. Yeah, yeah. The whole, and then writing the whole nine yards. <laughs> I was in rare form, too. I buried my dick so deep in her. Come Maybe on, don't dude. say buried. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if someone could have pulled me out, they would have crowd King Arthur. I, oh, that oh, was a... Yeah, uh, the Sword from the Snow I got reference. I get it. Fast forward two days. Oh, boy. <laughs> two days. I mean... And I don't really feel like pursuing a relationship due to work. Due to this, this is guy. the work. I mean, due to working seventy hours a week, guys will find an excuse at any time. Right, 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 right. And barely being able to find time to do my own stuff. Oh, like writing a four hundred word email <laughs> about King Arthur's dick. Yeah, God. We were texting, and I was thinking about whether I should slow fade or just tell her I don't want to be in a relationship. They hooked up once. Yeah. Later in the evening, she revealed to me that she was getting on a flight to her hometown to see her dad because he was about to pass away. Yeah. I told her how sorry I was to hear that. I can't believe we're here right now. <laughs> and to let me know when she got back, not really sure what else I could have uh, could have or should have said. A few days later, she texted me to see how I was, how I was, and I also asked how. Th- I love that she's got a dad passing away. Yeah. And yeah, she's, yeah, yeah. Texting, and she's him. texting him. How are He's you doing? not even reaching out no. to her. No, no, no. And she informed me that her dad had passed away, but everyone was doing okay. When she got back, she texted me and said she wanted to meet up. I really didn't want to because I, it was so soon, and I wanted to give her space. <laughs> such a gentleman. Yeah. But I reluctantly uh, said yes and made the plans just the way you always preach on the podcast. Oh, man. <laughs> don't How make, bad don't, do don't you this, feel right now? <laughs> don't put this on <laughs> oh, me. Oh, my God. That is not close to my no. advice. My advice is not <laughs> to say that you buried your dick in her ass so far that it was King Arthur's sword. <laughs> Are you regretting everything you've ever said on this podcast? A little bit. <laughs> yeah. Because he is half right. Right. I do say make plans. Sure. But don't make plans with people you don't want to make plans with after, you know, their right. dad passed away. Yeah, that is uh, situation specific. Yeah. But I reluctantly made preach on the podcast. You would have been proud. I don't know, man. Uh, (laughs) However, I I think it worked to my detriment. You see, she has been into me ever since. Of course, because you're... Yeah, man. Like, way too much. I'm not that great. I would know. But under different circumstances, this would be fine. It doesn't help my case that a few days after we met the second time, she texted me to go out and we hooked up again. And this time, it wasn't so great. This time, I didn't perform very well. And also, she smelled... Dude, uh, stop this. The next morning, I have to keep reading this. Yeah. The next morning, I took her home and then went to work. When I got back home, I realized my bed was pretty wet on the side. She slept on my initial thought was that I made her squirt, but I remembered that I wasn't in top form for the night before. I'm sure it was pee. I immediately did everything I could to fix the pee stain. Uh, I'm skipping ahead because this is getting yeah, ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Frequently, uh, I just don't know how to break this off. <laughs> I feel horrible. For wanting to break it off, but I have lost interest. I just don't want to upset her anymore. She already must be. Do I keep it up for a while, or should I rip off the band-aid? Please part the seas for me and guide me to the promised land. Uh, love the podcast. Turn many friends. We'll be getting the. We will be getting on the Patreon train soon. Oh. <laughs> 
I need some Patreon after this. I need to wash in the, <laughs> the waters. Of also, would love you if you gave uh, Dante Nero on again. The Come Town guys, Stavi baby was great when you had him on. He's <laughs> got a lot of suggestions. Yeah. Uh -huh. All right. So, what do you think? Uh, yeah, I rip it off like a band aid. But also, uh, you know, if you care about her in some sense, just you know, put it out there like, hey, I'm here for you as a human being. Let me, yeah. Let me give. But, let me give two pieces of advice to this guy. That's it. Because he seems to have taken my advice, sure, and put it in yeah. whatever terms he'd like. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh huh. To ha everyone will be on your side to end relationship if you just don't think it's the match. Right. You don't have to bury someone. Right. In because if he's writing it to me, I know he's writing it for color, and I don't judge him for that because sure. he's trying to be funny. Yeah, I get yeah, it, yeah, yeah. and we're getting horrified. And I think an equally funny way. Yeah, yeah, Because yeah, I think yeah. someone who's listening he's, to this is, is with us and him yeah, at the same yeah, time. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's in a predicament, and I know he's trying to, like, lighten it up by writing a, a long email that's sure. funny. And some of it, it's funny because of how we're reacting. Right. But there are a lot of guys that get in this situation where they think to break up with someone, they have to take it to the court of their friends and make right. them and embarrass this person. Right. You don't need to do no. that. Anytime you break up with someone... And he thinks that he has to do this because the dad's passing. It's such right. a specific situation. Right. He's like, and she peed the bed. No. And it's like, you don't have to do None that. None of that matters. None of that matters. If you're not right for each other, you're not, you're not right, right for, for each other. other. And that's the nicest thing you can do to someone. Is to give is them to, time back. To give them time back. Exactly. And to not waste their time. When right. you would, and, and when I say to make a plan with someone, I say to make a plan with someone to show that you like them. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, right. don't make a plan with someone just because you feel you have to. Right. That's the worst thing you can right, do. Right. Because when you make a plan for someone, uh, and I do this, I've been in this position right. where I've been dishonest with my actions. Right. I've had girls tell right. me this. You went to brunch with me. You must like me. And I was done like, it too. I could go to brunch with anybody. Right. You know, it didn't have to just be you. Right. So I'm saying when you make a plan with someone, that is an action of life. Right. When you, when, and, and I always say this, your actions are your words. So it's right. like, if you text someone at 11 at night, and you say to them, hey, want to meet up at two? Yeah, those are actions of right. someone who just wants to fuck. Right, 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 right. When you say, I want to take you to dinner, right. that's the actions of someone who's looking for more. Right, right. So let's differentiate those two. Th the planning right. thing, yeah, it's great. Right. If, if you like them. You like them. Yeah, and if you don't, just break it off. Because planning, anytime I've said it, it's about showing what, you know, it's, it's a manly, confident move. Right. I've picked the place. I've picked you as a person. Right. I want to be with you for this right. amount of time. Right, right, right. That is a manly thing in this day and age where it's right. very hard to show you're manly. Right. Yeah. For this guy, where you were like, I'm not sure of it, it was okay to step away. Yeah. It's okay to text her and be like, hey, man, I'm really sorry about your dad. And it, it sounds like it came after a one-night stand. Just because, and he writes, I'm not that great. You have to own that you're not that great. Right. You had a one-night stand, and then you found out her dad was sick. Hey, I'm really sorry about your dad. Right. One does not have to do with the other. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those are two uh, very exclusive things. Totally. Yeah. And, and, you know— Her I, dad dying and you getting laid, they aren't together. That's not a no. package deal. Those and it's okay to be there things. for somebody as a friend right. who you've also banked. Yes. That, if anything, you're closer to her than most people. And you've she's, been inside her. But at this point, she has a right to feel— that you're looking for more. Right. Because you kept planning things out. Right. So where do you go from here? You have to sit down with her and have a tough conversation. Yeah, and that's okay. And that's okay to, I mean, it's okay to have made this mistake. Oh, totally. Do you know I'm what not, I mean? 
I, I'm, I'm giving this advice. Like a lot of this, the extreme of this email allows us to make extreme advice. Right, right. It but allows me advice... to say, like, there's like a bunch of different advice. You don't have to bury someone just before you break up with them. Right. It can be the reason can be your reason. Right, right. It doesn't right. have to be. Well, she got B.O. Totally. You know, like it's that's insane. Totally. You're just adding things on yeah, because to, you just don't want to be with them. And Those because you want the public to be like, yeah, you got to dump her. Right, right, right. 90%, 99% of relationships end for no reason at all. Right. And those are the hardest ones to end. Right. Yeah, it's just you're not right for each other. And that's okay. But I think right now you need to be for her, there for her over text. Right. And then let her know, hey, let's get together. I don't. I know it's a really tough time for you, but I don't think this is going to be a relationship. Right. You could say, I don't see this becoming a relationship. Right. And I don't want to be someone that leaves you hanging right. in this tough time. Right. Jtrainpodcast yeah. at gmail.com. Jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. Anthony DeVito. Always a pleasure. Oh, yeah. The OKP. Time of my life. Dream Occupation. It's out on Comedy Central Records. That's a big time production. <laughs> yep. Huge time production. Uh-huh. Get on iTunes. Right now, also on Twitter at Anthony DeVito underscore Instagram at Devo for Tivo. You know it. None of those names make sense. <laughs> <laughs> Let's come back with some news. We'll be right back. Hey guys, welcome back. Anthony, thank you for coming on. Oh yeah, man, of course. Always, Always a, a great pleasure. time, man. Always a pleasure. I feel like we help the world. Dream occupation. Mm-hmm. It's out on iTunes. Yep. Go buy it. It's a great album. I've watched Anthony uh, for a long time now. You're going to all love it. So funny. You'll enjoy. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, all those things are true. 100%. <laughs> the hard sell. Hard sell. That's That was my compassionate sell. Yeah. No I, No I was... banana joke, but you got the banana joke here. Yeah, that's true. You have to get on here. And I guarantee more people will listen to this than listen to the album. No, I think you're going to get... All see. of you. Let's see if we can get perfect score. Let's get perfect oh, attendance. Yeah, Shelby, you're going to bring some news? You got it. Let's do it. So you love Tom Brady. You're love Tom Brady. Sure. He went on a Boston radio show, as he's a regular on, and they seemed to ask him a lot of personal questions about his relationship with Mayweather. So I heard this interview because my brother and dad were like, you got to check out this interview. It's fucking awkward. Yeah. And it's Kirk and Callahan. Uh-huh. Kirk, I don't know. Callahan's been on the the air for years, okay. and they have a weekly appointment with Tom Brady. <laughs> okay, so you that is what you call in this business a get. Yeah, that's a big time guest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone in Boston wants to listen to Tom Brady on the radio. Yeah, that will sustain your radio show for years. You ain't going anywhere. Yeah, yeah. And especially if Brady feels comfortable coming to you, right? Then you're the guy. Uh huh. So that so they have him on weekly during wow. the season. You get him on the phone every week. Every week. And and it's and it's really it's interesting radio. Sure. My I don't listen as much. My brother listens all the time. Yeah. Um but it's he cuz he's such a, a a company guy in a sense. You know what well, I mean? Well, yeah, I Brady's going to give you a very political answer. Right, right, right. So right. listen, if anything it would be like a uh just a clinic in that. Yes. You know what I mean? He's gonna give the right answers, but no. Sometimes he gives some like really. There, you know, there there have been some. They've pulled some audio from this, and it's made national headlines huh. from this interview wow. before. But I will say, um, I so I went and listened to this interview. It it's one of those moments you're like, this is fucking weird, right? Because what they do is, and we'll listen to it. They question him on his relationship with Mayweather. Okay, and, but then they don't. They do it with. 
this like judgment of mm-hmm. Mayweather. They don't like Mayweather because he has domestic abuse right. in his background. Right, right. Which that's fine. Sure. You can cheer for Mayweather and not know about his de- domestic abuse. Right. You know issues. Right. Also, it's sports. How, you know, if you want to look at everyone you've ever right. cheered for, we're gonna find one. Sure. That has a connection to something bad. Right. Cheering for Mayweather to win the fight. Right. In no way, in my mind, make you a cheerer of people who beat their wives. Right. I mean, would you agree? I don't uh, know. It's it's tough. I know what you mean. Um, I just don't. I I don't. When I, you put it like that, I guess yeah, that way. <laughs> yeah. Maybe if, I'll just, take that back. In that that sentence that you said, the words align that that is what you're doing. That is what you're doing. I but I do but believe. You're, you, I think the point you're trying to make is different from what you said. Yeah, I think you're right. I think it's that. You can, st- <laughs> you can. St- I'm saying you can go in pretty naively cheering for Mayweather, right. not even knowing. Yes, if you, yeah, if you don't know, I mean, not everybody knows that. Listen, people murder their wives, and then the neighbor every time goes, "He was a good guy." Right. You know, you know, like <laughs> right. had no idea. Right. So it's right, like right. this happens all the time. Right. So let's listen to the interview. To Sal Palantonio, obviously, it was the fight this weekend. Mayweather said that the two of you were. Quote, he said, very close friends. Is that Would you say that's an accurate representation of your relationship? Now, this is after an interview where he's done, like, a lot of questions about, like, Edelman getting injured. Yeah, like, it's been yeah, yeah. very chummy. Yeah. This Go is on. the Colombo move. Yeah, this is... You, he, what you do... You, you you make him feel safe, so now you make the, him feel good, but then you're walking out the door and you go, and when you killed her, <laughs> what, what, why? That's and, exactly. And, and, yeah. The okie doke. Yeah. But if you're going to do this, and listen, you have the right to do the... Uh, the, 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 the if you want to play this role of gotcha... Right. Go for it. Right. Let's not fucking, you know. This is a bold move. This by is a these bold, guys. but this is what I'm saying. I have respect for them because I'm like, oh, you're about to lose your, 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 your top get, client. Your yeah, top yeah, guest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So watch what happens. Uh, no, I, I mean, I met him a couple times. So I think he's a great fighter. I was a, you know, a great fight the other night. Did you watch? Did you order it? Did you pay for it? Um, no, I just I saw it the next morning. I was a uh, had a friend's wedding. I was at, so it was a it was a fun night for me. I had a lot of my friends in town, and uh, you know one of my great friends got married. So it was it was a fun night. Did, and were you rooting? Were you and your guys, your friends, rooting for right. Mayweather? He's trying to pull him in. Yeah. No, I was at a wedding. Brady no, feels. Were, were you hoping? Yeah. Were, feeling I mean, the pressure. I, I, I was just saying at the break. I don't find either guy very likable. I was watching it last night, saying I don't well, care. That's I, but that's what I said last week when he said that we were talking about. It. I said I can't imagine that that, that Brady. I, I, I've met you one or two times. Our games with you. You seem like a good guy. I mean, you must know about Mayweather's history of domestic violence. I can't imagine you'd be this friends with a guy like this. Well, I can't imagine you'd be friends with. What are you, his dad? Well, he ropes him in by going, "You're a good guy." Yeah. Uh, yeah and he feels. Happens. Yeah, I, I've no, I met him a couple of times. Like I said, I think he's a great fighter. It's yeah, awkward. yeah. And you Facetime with him, though. He made sure everyone saw that, heard about that. See, so now did they're getting. Just, did you just wish him luck, or just want to wish him luck? I'm not sure what. We're going with it. Well, my thing, you know, my thing. I just want you to, because the guy. I mean, he was on ESPN. It was all over the place last week. If somebody like in. that said Here's I was really track. good friends with him, I'd want to respond and say, "No, I'm not." And you did. That's all. I just wanted to, to get your side of it. It was they played okay. it five million times on ESPN. I didn't think it was. If you're legitimately not friends with a guy, I don't think I don't think it's fair to wow. not give you a chance look to at, respond to it. Look at this pussy host running away from this shit. 
Yeah, I said that. I've met him a right. couple times. Yeah, no, I, I understand. He had the okay, chance. That's fine. Yeah. yeah. But you, All right, the uh, quarterback question of the week is brought to you by... That's why. Well, keep it playing. Watch. Look a, uh, Northeast Men's Clinic, specializing exclusively in men's hold on. sexual health. That's a, ha- uh, okay, that's a Harry's Razor ad from OJ about the Mayweather stuff. Uh, I don't know. You got any quarterback question <laughs> does, for does, Tom? Um, um, you, I, I got to ask you this. I know you talked about it last week, but after you play a game, a real game, are you sore then? I know you don't get sore in practice or sore oh, in workouts. Oh, that's right. You want to yeah. But when you play a real game, because I'd love to find a way to not be sore. I go, you know, run a couple miles, I'm sore. Do you, yeah. After playing like, football, the fuck getting are we hit, talking about? you don't get yeah. sore? Hold on. Yeah, I, definitely times when I do, you know, it's, it's different with the amount of time. You know, when you're out there in a regular season game, I saw it. you know, it's a lot longer than what we've been. What a fuck. Wow. See, I'm mad at the hosts. Yeah. Because they did, they, okay, you took a dive off the mountain. Right. And you're like, they and they took the I'm better than you position. Right. I don't like this guy because of his history. Hey, what do you think of Mayweather? Yeah. Hey, what do you think of Mayweather? Yeah, yeah, He's yeah. a good fighter. Well, he said you're best friends. Yeah. We've met a couple times. Right. Um, and, then, and then he goes, what do you, well, he said you're good friends. You FaceTimed with him. Yeah, I think. And then they're like, and then they go, well, you know, I think you're a good guy, but, you know, with his history of domestic yeah. violence... What? Yeah. So now you're in. And then yeah. they fucking run away from Dude, it. Because I think the minute that they had him on the hook and they felt how awkward it was, they were like, oh, I, we, we're, we're about to move. We're <laughs> about to lose everything. <laughs> yeah. And I think that reality set in. And they saw whatever that men's health sponsor go away yeah. that they were going to introduce next. <laughs> and they were like, no, nah, I mean, it doesn't mean anything, Tom. I mean, yeah, yeah. you're the greatest quarterback of all time. Like, That's ah, what yeah. bothered me most of all. Yeah. I don't, I'm not bothered. Like, I guess, like, you want to say you want to take the angle that, like, Anyone who cheers for Mayweather is now complicit that's, in domestic abuse. Yeah, I guess that if that's your if that's your pulpit, fine. Right, go with it. Right, but they fucking backed away from it so much. Yeah, I, I think it. Um, I think if it was handled swiftly, they would have been fine. Do you know if, what I mean? If Tom was like, I'm a fan. I don't really know him as yeah. a person. I don't like some of the things he's done in person, but I'm a fan of his of his boxing. That could have been... But Tom got I, so I, awkward. Well, I think that's the thing, and I don't think Brady was doing this purposely, but I think in the silence, that silence was was lengthy yes. for them. <laughs> so within that silence, I think they saw sponsors going away. Yeah. I think they saw their future just come to an end. If Tom Brady answers that question right away, I think they keep pressing, but I think that silence and that awkwardness uh, gave them enough time to what, figure out that they made a wrong move initially. What, what bothers me, and I, 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 I'm I, obviously against domestic abuse. Like I right. wasn't like, you know, when people bring up the Mayweather stuff in context when the fight's going on, I'm like, yeah, that ruins the fight for me. I can't right. I'm not like and I like I don't want this guy to win anything. Like right. I want it. But if it's gone through the court of law, like I don't know the history of that. Right. right All right. I know is I don't know the history of his history with that, which I'm sure it exists if it's right. being spoken about. Right, That's right, all I can right. trust. But for these guys to choose that they're on team judgment. Yeah. And then the minute they saw, you could see them, the minute they saw the money going yeah, away, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's when they weren't so against domestic no, abuse. No, no, no. That, that's when they were, hey, I mean, oh, yeah, I don't know. I'll give you a chance. We're trying to help you out yeah, here. Yeah, yeah. Even though their last question was like, well, what about you on FaceTime? Yeah. And then yeah. they go, no, but you answer the question. Yeah. And that's the thing. I mean, Brady, I was waiting for Brady, the good friend, the wedding, to be Trump. <laughs> just like another guy, more like more controversial yeah, that he's yeah. friends with. I mean, that's up the, the stakes. Yeah, just up the stakes. And that's the thing. I'll say this, man. 
man, if you're Brady and you all you've been doing for the past like year is answering questions about Deflategate and oh Donald Trump, you should be you should have these ready on the hip. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. so, the yeah. fact that and I get you were caught off guard, but it's like. No, nah, man, just everything that you do is going to be scrutinized because but of all your prior actions. Co- so just be ready with that. I think also yourself from Floyd or coming out and being like, I'm friends with the guy. I deflated the footballs. I voted for Trump. <laughs> what do you want from me? I'm the greatest quarterback of all yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. My marriage is else. Just suck own my dick. it. Yeah, totally. I, I do think he let it go so long because of what's happened. Yeah. I think it's the other direction, yeah, yeah, too. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah. I think he's sitting there being like, Ah, uh, this is going to be another one that's going to make the national yeah, news. God damn, I mean, for for a guy that has everything and has molded himself as like America's sweetheart, <laughs> I've never seen a guy just have to deal with so many tough questions. Tough questions. Based on his just, you know, probably decisions that he doesn't have the foresight uh, to think are going to be damaging to him down the line. I, it's, Not have the foresight, <laughs> but just like in the moment just doesn't realize. Yeah, but he, I, it almost feels like he realizes so much that a question like that that wasn't about football, he's like, here we go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This yeah. is the one that's going to get out there. Yeah. This is the one that's going to be. And it's like, I just don't. And people, I saw during the fight, people putting out the domestic abuse stuff. Right. And I, and I you know, it makes you feel, but like, then there's this this thought of like, are you just putting it out there to sound better than me? What do you because mean? Because are you, it's not like you're tweeting that out. Like, he also beat his wife. Right. With here's a number for a hotline to help people who are in genuine right, need. Right, right, right. They're just people screaming that I don't support domestic violence. Don't I deserve a medal? <laughs> yes. And that's yeah. kind of what it felt like here. Yeah. You guys didn't put the minute your money was taken yeah, out of your yeah, pocket. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, no, 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 no. Team Brady. Right. You yeah. fucking pussies. Yeah, yeah. And it's also, oh, man, yeah. I, it does, it got me so bothered because it was so awkward. Yeah. And, and it's it, not even that I'm defending Brady, I'm defending. Anyone who would be put, I'm defending anyone who would be put in a position where someone's trying to springboard off them into heaven. Right, right, right. And then they backtrack. And then he had to answer that bullshit question about men's health, (laughs) which he, like, that's the move where you know, you're like, I just want to get out of this thing, but I got to just do this before I leave. (laughs) His head's not even there. He's like, "Eh, sometimes uh, my knees get sore. I I don't know. I got to, I got to go, everybody. Also, man, if you're Brady, you got Belichick on call, go to him for everything. Yeah, yeah. Like, not just football <laughs> things, but just life strategy. Everything. Every single this thing. This Let guy seems him. to know how to, how to yeah, figure it out yeah, yeah. at this point. Yeah, if he can, if he can handle, uh, you know, if he can come up with a game plan against the Seahawks and uh, stop <laughs> the Falcons offense, he can deal with uh, local radio questions. Anthony DeVito, thank you for coming on. Yeah, yeah, for sure. At Anthony DeVito underscore at Devo for Tivo on Instagram. Dream Occupation. Woo! The album on iTunes. Go buy it now. It's fantastic. I've seen it in the works <laughs> since the days when uh-huh. Banana Joke was being <laughs> in the highway. Rest stop. Shelby, thank you for coming on. Thanks for having me. At Classic Shelb on Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat. I'm Jared Freed. We're here every Tuesday and Friday with your emails. Podcast at gmail.com. Um, at JTrain56 on Twitter and on Twitter and Snapchat at Jared Freed on Instagram. We'll be back next episode and check out Patreon, patreon.com slash Jared Freed. <laughs> Boom. My whole family, super conservative Italian people. I used to be so hard on my grandma, better views. I'd be like, how can't you believe in gay marriage? Basic human rights. And then one day I asked her, I was like, what's your biggest fear? She goes, I don't know, I guess gypsies. <laughs> <laughs> Change my whole perspective. I think how progressive your grandma could possibly be all depends on where she's coming from. She's living in fear of a gypsy takeover?
She is not making it to transgender rights. <laughs> she is racist. Uh, it's, it doesn't bother me, though. She's also in a wheelchair, so... Yeah, that's not like her ideas are going anywhere. <laughs> that's like a modern, if a tree falls in the forest. <laughs> if an old lady in a nursing home says the N-word and all her friends are deaf, did she really say She's getting more progressive, though. She wants to get married, 90 years old. Her boyfriend, 62. I know, not even a cougar. It's a different animal. It's like a water buffalo. So here's the other thing. So she's 90, he's 62. She's also deaf. He's blind. He has one leg. It's an interracial relationship. And they met in a nursing home. And I ain't never felt more pressure to write a joke. <laughs> so the first time we ever met him, I was talking to my mom about it. I was like, isn't that crazy? My mom goes, I know. I can't believe she's marrying a black guy. I was like, I can't believe that's the part you can't believe. We just met a decaying pirate. <laughs> You're hung up on that? Holy shit, right. <laughs> And she also thinks the whole marriage is sexually motivated. <laughs> she was like, legally. <laughs> Which already, my mom is a beautician, not a lawyer. <laughs> Whatever is next out of her mouth is bullshit. Whatever it is. But <laughs> she goes, Legally, if they get married, they could sleep in the same room. Then they could do whatever they want to do. I was trying to egg her on. I was like, what do they want to do? <laughs> then she thought about it and she goes, I don't even know if they could do it. Probably just hand jobs. <laughs> I was like, first of all, you gotta give me a heads up. If you're gonna tell me the grossest thing I've ever heard. And second of all, nobody's marrying my grandmother for the hand chops. She has severe arthritis. Her fingers are like eagle talons. You'd be like, not with those Wolverine claws. Get away from me, a talking rake. My grandmother's boyfriend, he recently lost his shoe. We had to get him a new shoe. But he only has one leg, and they only sell shoes in pairs. We didn't want to throw the other one out. We found someone else in the nursing home with a matching missing opposite leg. Who's the right shoe size? Oh, just the saddest scavenger hunt I've ever been on. The darkest sequel to Cinderella. <laughs> 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 
Their fights, they get resolved drastically different. I was in there the other day, I was talking to her, I was like, what's going on? She was like, I'm so mad at Frank. We didn't talk for hours. Now we're okay. I was like, how'd you guys make up? She goes, well, we forgot what we were fighting about. That's the key to a happy relationship. It's not respect, trust, don't go to bed angry. It's dementia. Just, I love you. Who are you? So my mom was talking to me more about the interracial part of their relationship. She was like, I don't know. I just think that blacks should be with blacks. Whites should be with whites. I was like, well, that's pretty fucked up. Okay. And then she goes, no, no, no. Whoever you love, you love. That's a beautiful thing. It's just that black people, their hair is really thick. And it's going to make our hair tougher. And I got to cut it. <laughs> so that's where she's at as a person. A hairdresser first, human being second. This has been a Stand Up Labs production powered by digital media. Subscribe to new and archive episodes wherever you listen to podcasts and find all of our shows at standuplabs.nyc. Stand clear of the closing doors, please. Boom! Boom.